thoughts and ideas expressed in this podcast are solely those of the authors and guests of the podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Soberless Thoughts. That right there is Greasy Gourley. That guy over there is... Fuck, I, I keep thinking of truck stop. <laughs> Damn it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Don't tell me. <laughs> pond water. There's pond water over there. It's not pond water. Damn it. Why can't I get this in my head? I'm going to write this down so next time. All right. Uh, train wreck. Train wreck. Why God, the hell is Hobos that so- are right on a uh, yeah. train. Train wreck. Train wreck. Train wreck. Yeah. All right, let's try the other. That guy over there is Trainwreck. <laughs> and these are our Soberless Thoughts. <laughs> oh, my God, Alex. Uh, Talking about a train wreck. We are on our second week of October. That's right. Uh, that means it is... Uh, that means it is October 9th, uh, and that means literally... Two days away from my wedding now. Oh, bum bum bum. Two days. Damn. Two days. My how time flies. Uh, uh, uh. It's time. Yeah, it's yeah. You're it, in it, it. It is time. Yeah. Uh, have my suit. Uh huh. Ready to go. Ring has been fitted. <laughs> <laughs> there is no turning back. Nope. All right. <laughs> last chance. Uh, no, no, no well, last chance. It's it, already it, passed. I got to say, it is very fitting then for what we'll be drinking for this evening. That's right. Yeah. Well, we're going classy. We are drinking Jameson Irish whiskey. Irish whiskey. Yes. From the famous Isles of Ireland. <laughs> I uh, the, the Jameson Irish whiskey that we have this evening is a 40% alcohol or 80 proof. Uh, it is a malted whiskey, uh, blended, not single malt. Um, so it'll definitely have a little bit more of that uh, neutral grain kind of taste to it, a little bit of that bread-like um, malt, I guess. Um, I like Irish whiskey. I do like Jameson. I always, but the funny thing is, I only usually drink it in March around St. Patty's Day. Yeah, because uh, I'm more of a bourbon drinker myself. Uh, you remember how much you loved scotch? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the smokiness that's that tastes like a campfire. Yeah. that's not in here. Oh, that's uh, good. But the base whiskey is very similar because it is also a malted whiskey. Right. Where it's just it's just the single grain, 100 percent malt. Uh, this is triple distilled, um, and it is imported from Ireland, so you know it's legit. It's probably. I would say one of their best sellers in America, if I had to guess. Jameson. Jameson. I feel like everybody, if they're looking for Irish whiskey, they can always grab Jameson. Yeah, it's better than the proper 12. Yeah. Connor McGregor will punch you in the face. I know. I was like, proper 12? What is that? Yeah, I mean, no. Uh, Connor, we can be friends. Just send me a case of proper 12, and we'll have you on here. Um, Tell us about weird Irish conspiracies. Um, (laughs) Maybe the the underbelly of the MMA. I don't know. Yeah. Or uh, just, you know, we can just get drunk and see what happens. That's what I would prefer. Yeah. That's what I would prefer. And then dance on top of rented Lamborghinis. Let's do that. Yes. All of us. (laughs) (laughs) My orange one is in the shop. Yes, it is. (laughs) So uh, I guess let's try this thing. Yeah. Yeah. So we're doing uh, shots of Jameson. Yeah, I'm going to uh, take a sip first, and I'll shoot it. No, so. let's just do it. A little clinky. Cheers. 
All right. Yep, that's whiskey. That's whiskey. It is uh, definitely not as smooth as what we drank last week. No. Uh, I mean, it is just raw alcohol, but I... um, Good God. That definitely went down a lot smoother than I thought it was going to. Uh, It did not really burn my throat. Yeah. I... uh, Well, I got just a little ting, a little ting at the top of my throat, at the very top of my throat. Yeah. Usually when I drink whiskey, I mean, it's all the way down the esophagus. Yeah. Like, I feel it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's like wrapping yourself in a big heated blanket. Yeah. Inside your body. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, This, not so much, just a little bit, and then a little bit of a ting on the tip of my tongue, actually. Yeah. And uh, But, like, flavor-wise... It actually isn't that bad. No, it like I said, it was very smooth. It's a uh, a very light, drinkable whiskey. I kind of dig it. I think the blended helps when you yeah. get like a single malt. It can be very abrupt because it's you're focusing just on the one distillation. When you blend it, you get more than one distillation blended together to make it like smoothed out and like like kind of like round out the harsh edges yeah uh so that's one reason i actually like blends single malts people like that kind of like you drink single barrels with bourbon it's you're looking for those unique qualities in that one whiskey in this one if you're just like having a good night you just want like a solid glass like the everyday man's whiskey this would be a good one that's right uh yeah yeah so that's why i like buffalo trace yeah totally Yeah. yeah yeah uh dude um you mentioned scotch before. Yeah. Way fucking better than scotch. Dude. <laughs> All right. The only reason I brought it up is I was trying to think of a reference point that we've already had, and I know that they're both malted whiskey, but now you can see the difference between Irish whiskey and scotch whiskey, and I don't know why I was starting to trip over that word, whiskey. Whiskey. <laughs> I feel like the Irish is getting out of me. It was yeah. like, the whiskey is here. It's, it's. <laughs> but yeah, um, the Irish whiskey is way... Uh, it's milder. Like they, they, the scotch, they just smoke it and peat it. It's just like so overpowering. But some people like that. That's what they want. And they're like, I want it to taste like a campfire made out of cigars. Like it's just, you know, no, buried with old boot leather. That's why scotches <laughs> drank in cigar parlors. Mm-hmm. You know, that's exactly why. Yeah, because you already, it's just. It's in the fucking atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully one day I'll, I'll be a a fat, rich old man drink, drinking scotch, smoking <laughs> cigars. Well, don't invite me on those days. <laughs> fuck that scotch, man. Yeah. No, I, uh, it's not happening. But the thing is, I won't even do it because I like it. I, it'd just be a flex. <laughs> it's we, all it would be. Can't we just have bourbon instead of scotch? Yeah, we totally can. All right, cool. I appreciate it. That's actually more along my lines anyway. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm uh, way more of a bourbon drinker. Are you tired of not getting pregnant? 
Do you ever wish that you had a bunch of illegitimate children like your favorite rock star or professional athlete? Does your husband not want kids, but you do? Well, try Holy Man brand condoms. See, our patented state-of-the-art technology does not allow for any wasted semen. Our famous mesh-tipped condoms help to funnel and allow every swimmer to become an Olympian. So when people don't respect your religion and make you grab for a condom, then you grab a Holy Man brand condom. When a little miracle needs to happen. Tonight we are surviving. In case you didn't uh, pick up on the hint from the song played at the end of the week last week, uh, tonight we are surviving, or dun, at least dun, dun. at least trying to. Yeah, we'll try. Uh, leprechauns. Leprechauns. <laughs> leprechauns. Yeah, I felt like we should be surviving this in March. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah so leprechauns is what i'm bringing to the party this week uh we've all heard of leprechauns we've all kind of seen the remnants of it in marketing and stuff like that but we we got to understand the enemy i have a box of lucky charms in my cupboard right now that's a good start <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't picked it up uh what we're laying down leprechauns come from irish folklore um there was actually something that was kind of interesting when i was like researching this is that you know there was a little bit in medieval tales about leprechauns and but the earliest the earliest real references was like in the 1800s uh right when they actually kind of got big in america right when irish catholics started coming over here and it was because Irish Catholics at the time were looked down upon by everyone else and hated. Yeah. So they needed almost like a lovable, likable mascot, and that was kind of the leprechaun. The Irish were the basically dog shit of the colonies. Yeah. They uh, they definitely weren't treat well. Um, uh, no, not at all. They were they were hated, universally hated. Um, they, but like I said, they needed something to give them better PR, right? And the leprechaun was kind of it. And it was actually part of, uh, they, you know, like, you know how a lot of people like have kind of like, almost like Cinco de Mayo. Like they have a celebration that's for their, them and their culture. Well, then it went from being just like a day to celebrate Irish heritage. Then they started doing like St. Patrick's day and they brought in like the leprechaun and it seemed a lot more friendly. And it made that the Irish, it made the Irish people look like a, kind of like a stereotype of like a happy-go-lucky kind of person and their holiday turned into just a drinking yeah. shit show. They look like a jovial drunk. Yeah. yeah. And like, who the fuck doesn't like that? So that's like kind of like, was them using that to like get better PR in America? And then that's all of a sudden the there's basis like... basis of our whole podcast. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, look at this fucking guy. Why are we not going to invite Jameson O'Houlihan over here? Exactly. Bring his ass over. Look at that leprechaun. He's got to be just like him. Drink the shit out of this with us. That's right. Yeah. So uh, it's all about PR, people. That's right. Um, <laughs> the um, the kind of the stuff that the titles of the original um, kind of uh, 
I don't know, it's like in Celtic. I can't even read this shit. <laughs> it's uh it was Extra Fergus MacLetty, which translates to uh, Adventures of Fergus Son of Letty. Oh, okay. It was like one of the first things that actually brought in like leprechauns uh in kind of the, the early works. Uh Fergus MacLetty was King Ulster. Um uh, and basically what happened was, as the story goes, he was sleeping on a beach. And then three little people, uh, leprechauns, was trying to drag him back to the ocean. Oh, shit. Yeah. And so that was kind of like one of the first. And I'll finish the story here in a little bit. But that was kind of his first, like the first real leprechaun thing that was kind of shown out. Um, Now, leprechauns themselves. So I've already kind of just started uh, grab it to Started to describe it to you. Sorry that yeah. Jameson's hit me a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> first of all, leprechaun is not necessarily the. It kind of derives from different things. There was like a, a way to say it, like leprechaun or leprechaun or lucherpon or some shit like that. Uh, <laughs> obviously, I can't say that stuff right, so I'm sorry if I'm butchering that. But it actually literally translates to uh, lu, as in small, and corprechaun or cop is body so it's literally meant like small body yeah so it's kind of like what leprechaun is uh kind of translates to now here's the fun thing all right here's where it gets weird which i didn't know this till i started looking at this do you know what a leprechaun is it is a midget <laughs> close i mean it is small body <laughs> yeah um dwarf it is a fairy slash sprite. It's so it's not a dwarf. No, uh, it's not. It's. I mean, it's a small person, but it's not a little person in grammatic whatever. Are it, they anatomically correct? Yes. So it's literally just a smaller person. Kinda. See, but like a small person as we know today is like. Um, I mean that shit, man. They can be anywhere from like a foot to three foot. I think there is actually a cap on little people. Yeah. Um, of how t- uh, how tall they can be. Yeah. Because what like, about how short they can be? Like them little pygmies. Well, I mean, I think that's whatever it physiologically able to live. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, there's little little miniature pygmies that are people that are only like a foot and a half tall. Yeah. Uh, they say uh, leprechauns were anywhere between two feet to like. Say, they actually showed that they were like smaller than that, even like inches, like six inches. Kind Holy of thing. cow! Um, and it could be kind of any size of that, and just kind of varied on different stories and tales. Um, but the main thing I wanted to get out is that they are fairies, so they're like Tinkerbell a little bit. So. Without I actually wings? had to look out and see what types of fairies there were. There's what? There are different types of fairies. Oh man, dude, I'm learning way more than I thought I was going yeah, to. Yeah. Oh, dude, I went way too far into leprechauns because right. I was I was making sure we had enough for this. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some of them. Yeah. Uh. So. Some of the other, uh, fairies. I'm sorry. Uh, there is some of these are weird, like the owl, the Alp Lucrun or Joint Eater, as it's known in English, is a 
sprite or spirit who takes the form of a newt and it crawls into a sleeping person's mouth and will eat the food of the host and parts of the host and essentially starve the person out. Now, that was a fairy that they thought derived from tapeworms. Yeah. Like, essentially, that's where that, that story came from, right? Uh, there's also uh, the woman on the mound is another fairy. Is a four-foot-tall woman, or as most of us would probably know her as, is a banshee. Okay. Who uh, warns men of uh, looming death that's about to happen, whether it's her or someone else. Oh, wow. Banshee. Usually, usually like a mass like killing off of people. Yeah. Uh, Banshee is also my favorite of all time TV show. I know. Well, when I saw that, I thought of you telling me to go watch that <laughs> shit because I still have that on my Google search on my phone. Yes. I have like 30 pages open and that just happens to be one of them. Yeah. When I was going through it the other day, I was like, ah, exit out, leprechaun, 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 Banshee, and eh, we'll keep it there until I find it on YouTube <laughs> or Netflix. Uh, <laughs> I have it. I have it. I know. All I need to seasons. watch it. Okay. I'm excited about all it. Right. Um, there was another one called the Cat Sith or Kusilth, and it is essentially a cat fairy the size of a dog. Okay. What? Yeah. And if this cat crosses over a corpse, let's say you drop dead, yeah. and this cat walks over tops of you, it will steal your soul. Oh, damn. So you can't let a cat cross a dead corpse before the soul has reached wherever it's going to go. It also kidnaps nursing women to f- provide milk for Scottish a- eel ale sid high. I don't know. It was something uh, for another <laughs> pretend being, right. or uh, you know, yeah, more another fairy being that are Scottish apparently. Um, another fairy is called a changeling, which we'll get into that here in a little bit because that actually has to do with leprechauns a little bit. Um, I'm trying to make sure, uh, you know, we talked about uh, Banshee. There's also the Succubi, which is almost kind of like last month you were talking about uh, the Black Widow and the Succubus or the Incubi, which is the male version of it. But it was someone who gets in a relationship with somebody and literally sucks the life force out of them. They're considered a fairy as well. But can't that be like a demon, though, too? See, that's... see. Very like fairies. There's different ones. There's ones like good fairies and evil fairies. And the ones I'm talking about are a little bit more malevolent and mischievous. Um, and these are all the ones that are kind of in the same realm as leprechauns. Okay, there are good fairies that are like I I don't like Tinkerbell, Tinkerbell. that like help you fly yeah. and go to uh, the land of the dead called what, Netherland. What kind of fairy is Tinkerbell? Um, I don't know. Um, a make-believe Disney ass yeah, fucking. Actually, is what it you know is. what's funny is as I was researching this, they, a lot of them had a little tab for Disney. Yeah, because it was like because of this, of them being such a prominent thing that like the mythos has changed because of it. Um, fucking Disney, man. Yeah. Uh, I got a couple more that are like, uh, the slaw. S L A no I'm sorry S L U A G H slew are they're um, malevolent spirits they steal souls and there was another one called the Umbra which are like shades like spirits of the dead basically ghosts 
Um, what do this? What do these things do with the souls that they steal? See, that's what I wanted to know. Like, is it currency? Is there power to them? Is it like do, cigarettes in jail? Yeah. Hey, dog. Hey, <laughs> I just got three. I got three souls. <laughs> I got three. But what kind of souls are they, man? Yeah. Are they? Are they? Let, let me see. It. Are let they gangbanger souls? Man, that's a crackhead soul. That was a, if I ever saw one. Dude, I got two nuns. <laughs> yeah. I got two nuns and a bishop. That what makes you, you wonder whose soul's most valuable. I don't I think is the virtuous person more valuable or is it like or it could be what they're in the market for, man? Because yeah. like maybe they're trying to cast some weird uh like weird spell and they're like, yeah. Man, I need a You need a serial killer killer spell. Yeah. Or like I need a I need a uh a righteous man that turned evil or something, oh, yeah. something like that. Like yeah. one of those flip floppy, right. Kind of weird shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. That I'm surprised. Yeah. yeah. One of those rare breeds. Yeah. 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 That's a rare card in the, in the deck of, uh, souls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So leprechauns, if you haven't, uh, kind of, seen them before they tend to be our as we kind of think of them as they're usually a red haired bearded guy and he's wearing all green okay funny thing is in original texts they weren't wearing green they're wearing red you know it's funny yeah you know what is funny what i am a red haired bearded guy wearing green yeah <laughs> currently yeah you currently are you are the leprechaun of Soberless Thoughts. I, I am the leprechaun right now. <laughs> yeah. Right as we speak. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the but that's this shit. Like in original text, they were red. Uh, for whatever reason, that kind of changed over the years. You know why? Because redheads don't look good in red. I know. Like who? Oh, my God. Uh, whoever came up with that color palette, right? Um <laughs> The um, now, although I say that, but my fiance says that I look good in red, but I just think that she just thinks I look good. Yeah, <laughs> you know what they look like. They wear green. Sometimes they wear red. Right. Um, they have a hat with a four leaf clover on it. Sometimes. Okay. Um, they they are shorter. Uh, shorter in statue. They are older. You've always kind of usually noticed they are older. That you never really see a young one. Mm-hmm. Um, the origins of them, if I can make sure I get all this correct. So, in Irish lore, there was uh, basically three races of beings that lived in Ireland. There okay. were the humans. Yeah. Uh, there was the. Uh, Tooth de Danan, Tooth de Danan, and the for, <laughs> Formorian. Yeah, Formorian. And Formorian were more like trolls and orcs kind of looking things. The Tooth de Danan were more like fairies and like almost like they were almost like gods of the time, but they were just kind of like magical beings. And then you had the humans. Well, the humans in the Tooth Day Danan forced out all the uh, Formorian out of Ireland. 
And then the humans and the Tooth Day Danon got into like an agreement, like they would share Ireland. Okay. But they got the shit into the stick because the humans were like, hey, we're going to take the top half. Y'all can have the bottom half. So as the story goes, at least one of the renditions, they had to go underground and they all started to kind of like almost like shrivel up and shrink down and turn into like leprechauns. Now that's one way that people think that's how leprechauns were made. Yeah. Another way was the tooth day Danon didn't like that didn't really happen, but the tooth day Danon just kind of like made their own areas. It kind of stayed there. And some of them who were like these kind of, like I said, these like fairy elf, like beings, some of them would hook up with the old Fremorians who were, like orcs, but they're originally from the sea. Okay. So they would make their way out of the sea, and somehow it was like the Hatfields and the McCoys or uh, the Marcuccios and the uh, whoever the hell else is in Romeo and Juliet. I can't think right now. Jameson. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, that's, I'm just going to do that from now on whenever we do these things. If I can't think, I'm just going to say the name of the drink that I'm doing. Jameson. Okay. Um, there you go. That works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Let you know what is happening in my yeah. brain right now. Um, so, I yeah. mean, I've been doing that throughout this <laughs> podcast. I just would say alcohol. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I've been check, chasing this with beer the whole time. Yeah. So, all right. I mean, it works. So, basically, these two beings, like these ones of the sea that are kind of orcish and these other, like, beautiful woodland creatures kind of things, they right. hook up. Kind of like, remember when we had that, uh, remember when we had uh, Kathy, uh, Wacky Kathy out yeah. here? And yeah. we were talking about how, like, if a horse. A horse dick? Uh, yeah, we we're talking about a giant horse cock. Right. And that meets a donkey vagina and that makes a mule right Uh, yes that is what a leprechaun is oh it is a mule of these two magical beings oh my god and that's why they're always men Mm. and they can't reproduce i didn't know that they were always men now well in this tradition was i did find one that said there are female leprechauns but they're rare I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much. But because they come from these two races, they are actually immortal and they can't die. That's why a lot of them you see are very aged and old. Right. So that's that's something to take into consideration. Leprechauns are very clever because they felt like they got the shit in the stick as one way goes that they got the crappy end of the deal of having to live underneath Ireland and they vowed to never get tricked ever again. So leprechauns are super fucking clever. Okay. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's what they're known for is to outwit people. Exactly. And one of the stories that I found is actually about a guy who somehow trapped a leprechaun and he wanted to know where his pot of gold was. (laughs) And then the leprechaun being trapped went, okay, I'll show you where it's at. And he took him to a tree out in the woods and he goes, this is where your, um, this is where your gold is. And the leprechaun goes, yeah, this is where it's at. And he goes, okay, I'll let you go. If you promise 
to not remove this sash. And he took a sash that he was wearing and tied it around the tree. And he goes, you cannot remove this sash. Okay. And the leprechaun goes, okay, I promise I will not remove this sash. So the guy leaves. He goes back to his house to go grab a shovel and other things that dig out this fucking treasure. All right. He comes back to the woods. And when he gets there, every tree in the woods has that same sash on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> that was one of the classic stories. I'm like, that's good. Yeah. That is good. <laughs> that's fucking awesome, dude. I remember... Uh, I don't know if you're going to get into this in this episode or not. Yeah. But... Uh, the leprechaun movies oh we're getting there are we getting there oh fuck yeah all right all right i'll save it then <laughs> uh, uh, i just want to give you the backstory because like it's it so that was part of this is that leprechauns aren't very deviant but they are very mischievous gotcha and and i needed and if we're gonna serve like there's no real trial and live like surviving something it's like oh i sat on a whoopee cushion Right. But we need something a little bit more balls to it. So I am going to bring in the leprechaun, the leprechaun. Yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. And we'll have to survive his ass. That's right. Um, By the way, last names of Romeo and Juliet, Montague and Capulet. Montague and Capulet. Marcuccio was the friend, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. I remember. Um, (laughs) Jameson. <laughs> you know, I think I think I was I think the reason I remember that is because I played Marcuccio in a sixth grade version of Romeo and Juliet, but it was a redneck version because I went to a country ass high school or middle school. Yeah. And that is the only way we could talk. So they just adjusted the script for us. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of ain'ts and y'alls in there. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. You have to play to your crowd. <laughs> exactly. Um, I do got to tell you about th- this. Is just some interesting shit, basically. And I, 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 we're going to get in more of the survival. But the very first fucking uh, leprechaun was yeah. a guy named King Lou, like L U G H. Yeah. And this is going to sound really fucking similar, but he uh, got into a battle. Excuse me, with the king of the Fomorian, uh, called Balor. Uh, he was the evil eye. He was basically like a giant cyclops, right? Okay. And the Balor was a like giant, essentially, right? Giant right. cyclops. Balor was a shorter guy. Uh, had some strength to him, and he destroyed him with a sling, hitting him in the eye. Really? Yeah. Almost. Like a story I've heard before yeah. in Sunday school, yeah, of another giant being taken down by a sling, and it yeah. was just one of those funny crossovers. Where like, well, that's a little interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like uh, maybe, maybe uh, one and the other could be the same. Definitely could be, because a lot of these books uh, are just thrown together from other texts you know a lot of these are especially these folklore ones it's just like word of mouth and yeah. if you hear a story over here you just kind of incorporate it right. over here because it's all because back then it's all oral history yeah and then so you're hearing the story and then 
it just goes from one area to the next and then all of a sudden you're on this crazy ass island called ireland and they're like well it wasn't it wasn't david it was uh this leprechaun dude and yeah it wasn't yeah it, it was, wasn't goliath it was this Baylor. troll guy or yeah. whatever <laughs> so yeah yeah i i thought there there's actually in the uh coming weeks i got a another crossover for you that's just as interesting all right cool um but yeah so the leprechaun king uh Killed him with a sling. I just thought that was interesting. The first one, just the similarities between the two stories. Uh, kind of, but back to regular leprechauns as we know it, right? So I want to hear a story. Sorry to cut you off, but I want to hear this story. Uh, somewhere in history, there's going to we're going to come across this story of how this guy in ancient history he had this this machine that sh- that that spewed fire and the fire created pieces of metal that were slung like arrows through the sky yeah and would like literally puncture holes into other people through this mechanical fire machine that shot out pieces of metal yeah and then you're like, you read it, and then you think to yourself, that's a fucking machine gun. Yeah. That's a fucking machine gun. Yeah. They had machine guns 2,000 years ago. Pretty much. I was sitting there thinking, like, it's, and it's going to be like, where I'm sitting there going, it's probably like the Terminator. And they're like, two menage or something. Like, it was the two menage. They came with their uh, shiny metal uh, shiny, uh, glistening exoskeleton yeah. that, that, that did this and yeah, but yeah. it's like it because they don't have the words like we do for what this stuff is. Yeah. They just associate it with shit that they know. Oh yeah, well so they always say like in all those uh, old religious texts where they're talking about like the the gods driving chariots in the sky. Yeah. And they're like flying chariots yeah, because all they knew was what a chariot it'd be like us like i'm trying to think of a like something like it, like if we saw like the silver surfer just fly yeah. across like i just it, like we call him the silver surfer it is probably way more fucking advanced than him riding a surfboard made out of silver yeah yeah and he's and like these fucking idiots over here. And it's probably had it's probably nothing at all like what we all what we know of as silver. Yeah, yeah. It's like actually, it's a high-lo, uh, highly organic metal that actually reacts with like heat and light and comes and like messes with my own brain tissue. So I actually kind of like control it. And you're like, cool. Uh, it's silver and you're riding a surfboard. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, surf's up, bro. Right. Hang 10. Yeah. I was uh, like, that. that is the best and my nerdiest thing I could think of all at the same time. Yeah. I was like, what is there that we couldn't comprehend? Actually, there's probably quite a bit, but, uh, yeah. Some, some, uh, psychologists think that if we saw something, that we could not comprehend, we literally just would not see it. We just deny it. Like our brains wouldn't know how to 
wouldn't know how to tell our eyes wouldn't know how to tell our brains what it is that we are seeing. Yeah. And therefore it would be invisible to us. <laughs> I like, like that. Well, it, because they said that a lot of uh, Native Americans, when the first ships would come over, first European ships would come over, and they before they people actually came onto uh, the shore. Yeah. Well, these Native Americans had never seen anything at all like European ships before. No, I mean, nothing. Yeah. Even similar ever. Yeah. And they it would just look like. Like to them, it would literally look like, and just like a dent in the water. Mm. Like they couldn't even see it. Yeah, because their brains couldn't comprehend what it was that they were looking at. Yeah, so it would just look like an abstraction in the water. Just look like clouds. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I think that like UFOs we see. With like, like for example, the TikTok UFO, you know, mm-hmm. not TikTok. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, I was like TikTok. I have not seen that. Uh, TikTok mm. UFO, right? Yeah, or even like some of the saucer ones or something, and in like or well, especially the tick or like these orbs, for example. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> what is actually there? What is actually there is so far beyond what our brains can even begin to comprehend just simply because of the fact that we've never as a human race have seen it before. Yeah. It is invisible to us. Yes. So our our eyes because the only thing the only th- reason we see what we see is because our eyes tell our brain that that's what that is. Yeah. That's the only reason. Yeah, yeah. So our eyes simply don't have the words for our brain to <laughs> yeah. say what it is. So it comes with the closest thing it could think of and it's a fucking orb or it's a tic tac or it's a fucking saucer or it's a leprechaun or it's a leprechaun. <laughs> Boom, turn that shit in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I totally get what you're saying. And God, save that thought on uh, my second episode for sure on the how to survive because we could go deep into some shit with that. I got to bring that back up later. Okay. Uh, Just so you know. Uh, Because you were like tiptoeing around some shit. I was like, hmm, okay, yeah. 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 There might be some real world shit into that. Um, Okay. But yeah, yeah. But leprechaun. Yeah. Right. Yeah. that could be why people see them as little jolly little things, I'll say. Uh, yeah, getting back on kind of track, uh, even though I did I did enjoy that derailment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I liked where it was going. I was kind of like, I want to keep this going, but fuck, I got to bring it back. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> but leprechauns. Um, <laughs> so small-bodied men that uh, wear a lot of green and red. Uh, these guys are... After my own heart, okay? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's like part of the Irish stigma or what, but they love to drink. And rumor has it, they know the secrets to brewing and distilling. Really? I've actually read on a couple things, yeah. Uh, So they are definitely drinkers. By trade, they actually have a trade. 
Okay. They're professionals here. Okay. okay? Yeah. Uh, they are fucking shoemakers. Really? That's what they do. Okay. Um, I did not know that. Yeah. So uh, one thing is I leprechaun. They were bankers. <laughs> well, they actually are too. Oh, okay. Uh, they're shoemakers by trade, but they also kind of like hoard the wealth. Okay. Um, which, you know, uh, we've all heard about the leprechaun's pot of gold, uh, which is his most valuable possession is to keep his pot of gold. He doesn't want anyone to have it. He always hides it. Right. And most people's goal, and most of these stories are about them trying to find the pot of gold. But where did the gold come from? Mm. One of the stories is that these knights from uh, Dane, England. Okay. The Danish, maybe? I can't remember now off the top of my head. Um, They were in the middle of a war, and they needed to hide their gold. And they knew that if they gave it to the leprechauns, they could hide it. So they gave the leprechauns their gold to go hide this so the uh, so the enemy can't get it and buy supplies. So the leprechauns hid it all over Ireland, and the Danes never got it back. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and they've kept it, and they've been obsessed with it ever since. Yeah. Um, it's my precious. Yeah, basically. Uh, so they are shoemakers. The other thing they like to do basically is drinking, dancing, and playing music. They also like eating. They're basically like us. Like yeah. we drink, we eat, we dance, we play music, we pass out. Yeah. Uh, funny thing is they don't actually have to drink and eat. They just enjoy doing it. Oh, okay. They're just in it for the flavor. They're in it for the fucking flavor. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. they that's live like, life, son. That's why we have sex. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. They they probably like get laid all the time. They're like, yeah. dude, we can't even have kids. It doesn't yeah. even matter. Yeah. yeah, can't even have kids. Yeah, who are they fucking? They're all men. Yeah. I mean, you know, hey, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You got two ways for this way to go. It's either like, hey, hey, Bob, you're looking pretty good today. Yeah. Or, hey, she might be into this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll make you a pair of shoes. Uh, <laughs> and uh funny thing is that one of the uh, funny, uh, here's one of the tips how to survive, right? Yeah. Uh, a leprechaun loves to dance and will not stop dancing until the music has stopped oh shit okay yeah so if you can keep the music going you can get away from a leprechaun if one is coming after you um and the funny thing is that's one reason why they are shoe builders or shoemakers or cobblers because they will dance so much they'll wear their own shoes down and have to fix them and remake new ones Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So that's a little tie-in for you on the leprechaun thing. Yeah. Uh, which kind of makes sense. Are Keebler elves leprechauns? Maybe they're uptight leprechauns. <laughs> 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 and they're like, these fucking guys are just making cookies all day, not drinking a single drop. <laughs> <laughs> like no no you can have that shit <laughs> i'll stick to my shoes or they're just small dudes with shoe fe- like foot fetish i thought that the whole time i was yeah. like sounds like they're just into some feet i mean they're a foot tall yeah. they're staring at feet all day eventually you might want to 
rub one against your balls or something. I, I don't mean, know. Yeah. I get it. I don't. I don't know. I don't know that <laughs> fetish, but I'm, I'm yeah okay with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not a foot fetish guy, but hey, whatever gets you going. Feet are smelling and gross. <laughs> yeah, they kind of look weird too. To be honest with you, I remember. Uh, I felt so weird. I don't know if you ever watched that that newest uh, or one of Dave Chappelle's things where he talks about um, talking to his buddy who came out to be gay. And he goes, um, his buddy's telling him about dating this guy. And he goes, he talks about how hard it was coming out and all this stuff. And Dave Chappelle goes like, yeah, man, you know, everybody fucks funny to somebody else. And the other guy's like, what the fuck you mean? Do I fuck funny to you or something like motherfucker? And starts like getting on him. And he goes, look, man, I fuck feet. And his buddy goes, what? (laughs) He goes, yeah, I like to take my wife's feet and push them together and do that little, like, in a crease right there. I remember at that moment I was watching this going, holy shit. (laughs) I did not know this about this comedian. (laughs) And he was being for real? Like, that's... Yeah, because he's mentioned that more than once at other uh, things. It was just one of those things like, I mean, hey, man, that's what you're into. Yeah. I don't get it, but... Have you ever done that before? Uh Uh-uh. I have. Oh, for real? I don't know. <laughs> I probably, I probably have. Yeah. There's been times where I was drunk. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. I, I never really messed with feet. This wasn't my thing, dude. At one point, I thought I had a thing for noses. What? Yeah. No, it's just because like every girl I dated, like two or th- like three of them in a row yeah all had what i would call a schnoz oh god and i was like that's a pretty big nose and this is like the third one in a row and i was like and i was like looking myself in the mirror is like do i have a thing for large noses yeah. is this a thing do i just like do yeah. i just want a you want honker you want, gonzo. I just want a little wah, wah, you right? want a gonzo yeah right yeah yeah no, uh, I thought I I thought I had a thing for girls with, uh, their first name start with the letter A. Oh yeah, like almost every single woman I've ever been in an actual relationship with, their first name started with the letter A. Oh, that's wild. Every fucking one of them. <laughs> yeah, and now I'm marrying one of them. Ooh, yeah, you are. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You do. Yeah. It's cool. That's your thing, bro. It's my thing. Uh, I thought I was into girls that were apparently bored in September. The last three girls, well, my wife and two girls before, all born in September. Like, yeah. like days apart from each other. I contacted a girl I dated freshman year of college. Yeah. To ask her what her birthday was. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> because I was so curious about how this was going to happen. Yeah. And I just like sent her a DM on Facebook. I was like, hey, yeah. how you been? It's just, been a long time. You're just magnetically attracted to people born that time of the year. Yeah. And I was like, this is going to be a weird random question. Yeah. When is your birthday? And she goes, hey, it's been good. Yeah, me. Like, she's married and has kids, right? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, yeah. Why do you want to know my birthday? I was like, okay. <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> I was like, I I think it was either, it was right before, it was before, I think me and her were engaged maybe at the time, or I was just, it was one of those things like, I just got to know. Right. I, we actually, we might have just been dating, but I was like, I just got to know. I just, 
it, this is bugging me. And believe me, if you tell me it's in the same month as the rest of them, I'm going to go back further and I'm going to contact someone I really don't want to contact, but <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> center message was like, I, I did this because last three, three people I've dated have all missed September and I'm starting to think it's a trend and I was just curious and then she was like, oh no, it's like May. I was like, oh, okay. That that thing's over with. All right. Whew. Thank God I'm normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank good. Thank God I go stalk my ex on Facebook and ask her what her birthday is right. to test out a theory. Uh, <laughs> that's totally normal i mean at least it was just <laughs> testing out a theory yeah. it could well, have been a lot worse yeah i mean most my exes i feel like i don't not saying it wouldn't be weird but i feel like i'm pretty of an easy guy to talk to where i'm just like hey what's up you know yeah. like it never ended badly All right yeah uh but anyway well i'm just a simple man who needs a simple pair of britches to handle my workload that's why I rely on Dr. Brown's streak-resistant underwear. These cotton fibers are made from technologies. Some even say it's what astronauts wear. So no matter where I go, no matter what I do, I don't care. And Dr. Brown's streak-resistant underwear. Leprechauns. Uh, so yeah, they like to dance, they like to party, they like to drink. My kind of people, I already like them. That's right. Um, uh, keep the music playing. They keep, can't get you. That's right. That's how you survive. Uh, they are small. They're also quick. It is also said that if you take your eye off a leprechaun, it will be gone. Basically, don't take your eye off a leprechaun. Blink gone. Blink gone. You'll Damn. never see them again. Uh, they are clever. They are immortal. Um, immortal immortal i didn't know that yeah shit uh now the reason i also bring some of this up i want to bring in a couple other things that you need to know the difference between them because they have things that are very similar to them that could be also construed as them okay um so leprechaun then there's a uh clerchicon now this is a house fairy that haunts haunts a house owner's wine cellar and they just stay there and steal drinks oh shit yeah clerchicon mandy would be so pissed yeah so you go down there and there's a little dude down there just chugging the shit out of your wine that's a clerchicon and you can't how do you get rid of that motherfucker you gotta kick how you kick him out he's, uh he's immortal like He's immortal, yeah. and he's fast, and, he's, and fast. he's clever. And he probably just drinks the shit out of whatever. Uh, I'm sure if you caught him, I, I, I didn't really look into them, but I'm sure if you caught him, maybe, or I don't know. Uh, Get him with a rabbit trap? Yeah, you can do that. An oversized rabbit trap with a bottle of expensive wine inside you, of it? You could just bury him. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you could just bury it. Yeah, be like the Put worst the thing. Box. Like every time I see a vampire thing, they're like, yeah, he was buried alive for 40 years and lost his mind. I'm like, yeah, totally. Um, there's also a kind of evil version of it, and some of this is actually translated to leprechauns, but this one is called the Red Man or the Fur Derig or Fear Derig. Um, this thing is a little bit taller, a little bit bigger, uh, it has been known to kidnap people and play cruel jokes. And it will actually cause harm to people. And it is connected to nightmares. 
Oh, wow. And it actually has a sack that is unbreakable. So if you get in it, you can't break free. Oh, okay. A sack. Yeah. It it basically just like puts people in a sack and carries them away. When you said sack, I thought balls. Yeah, yeah. It has a giant ball sack. Yes. That's unbreakable. That is unbreakable. (laughs) It loves to get hit in the nuts. No matter Um, how many times you kick it. It gets a lot of these female bodybuilders and just pounds away at those testicles. That's right. Yeah. And uh, he loves it. The strippers dropping their heels down on the balls. I mean, he's looking for Black Widows just to destroy his balls. That's exactly Uh, right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Basically, and this is where I'm going to start putting in the movie of The Leprechaun. Um. The Leprechaun movies, it has to be part of the lore because it really makes them kind of evil. And I'm going to in, in kind of introduce a couple of the things, too, and how to survive it. Uh, Before the Leprechaun movies came out, uh-huh. uh, were Leprechauns even really thought of as that that caliber of evil? Not really. It, it was They were like mischievous, almost like Loki or something like that, where... If is kind of one of those things like they're very s- solitary beings. Like they yeah. just want to be left alone. They don't want to be around anybody else. They're out in the woods by themselves. They have their gold. They know where it's at. They're cool. They count it. They do whatever. Um, but if you were someone who was adamant of getting the gold, that's when you could get in trouble. Gotcha. If you crossed a leprechaun, if yeah. you thought you could outsmart one. Right. And that's usually where a lot of people got in trouble. Even with the Leprechaun movies, that's where they got in trouble. Right. Um, basically, it's usually someone of greed that wants the money so bad. Uh, and if you cross one, I mean, they could do anything from, uh, like, their friends over there. They could kidnap you. Um, they could pull horrendous pranks. They could leave you maimed and hurt. Um, or they would do things like they had... And one of the things that leprechauns always had, it was a couple special coins. So what they would do is they would give you a coin and keep giving it to you, right? And the thing is, this coin is magical. And every time it, they gave it to you, it would appear back in their pocket. So every time you stuck it in your pocket, it would come back to theirs. So they would just keep handing it to you. And you would feel like your <laughs> yeah. pocket kept getting more and more. Right. And then you'd walk away and you'd have nothing. They're fucking street musician. Yeah, yes. They're, That's they're exactly what they are. Yeah, yeah. They're street magic. Uh, there is one, then this is part of the fairies thing that I thought was messed up. If you really cross one and fuck one over, uh, they would, if you were having a child, switch it out for a changeling. Which a changeling in fairy is a uh, is a baby that looks just like your baby, but will fall ill and become disformed after a certain amount of time. And then they would take your baby into whatever realm or fairy realm or whatever and leave you with this disinformed child, essentially. Oh, wow. And some of that actually they think that stems from people that would have kids with like down syndrome and stuff like that. They think that's where that kind of lore comes from. Dude, that's like, I didn't think about it the first time you said changeling. Yeah. But now that you say it and you put it into that context, yeah. Like I've read 
historical books about people in history and especially in Scotland actually. Yes. Where they would call their kids changeling changelings yep. and say that they weren't even their real kids. Yep. And leave them on like fucking stones to die. Yep, that's exactly. That's fucking insanity. Yeah. It's because this shit would fucking mull around in people's heads and they're like, that's not my baby. And you know, people are just as whacked out of their mind today as they were back then. They just didn't have as much information as we did. So they just had all these lures and they're like, well, that's not my baby. And then just right. leave it out somewhere. Yeah. Um, which I thought was way fucked up. It's super fucked up. Yeah. And then, uh, well, we'll get into that next week. <laughs> yeah so that was one of the more evil things that like the old school leprechauns would do um which as you know was one of those things that plagued ireland right and scotland everywhere this kind of lore was which it kind of was like universal between that area um but more with the leprechaun movies kind of interject with it just to help you survive it. So basically, number one rule is don't fuck with a leprechaun. I mean, that's number one. Like, if you see one, fucking leave it alone. Yeah. Right? Um, so if if uh, you don't fuck with it, it won't fuck with you. Basically. It's like a fucking bee. Okay. If you don't fuck with it, it won't sting you. Gotcha. Um, Unless you try and take its doggy bag. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, and if you do, you have got to be genius level intelligence because these things are clever way clever and it's because they are because they're immortal ish where they have such long lives they've been around for a long time and they have so many tricks up their sleeve right and it's not just book smart it's street smart it's yeah they're street musicians magicians Magicians. (laughs) (laughs) jameson um (laughs) But yes, but with the movies involved, <laughs> the uh, the one thing I've noticed is the same shit. If you watch the first movie, they steal his gold. He wants it fucking back, and he murders everyone. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that leprechauns can do is they do use Wicca, which is Celtic witchcraft. Okay, so they can do things. They can't make things out of nothing, but they can transform things into other things. Oh. Weird note. Do you know what a fucking shillelagh is? <laughs> a shillelagh. Yeah. I found this out looking this shit up, and I had no idea what it was because I thought it was like a fucking coin or something. Uh, Isn't it like a stick? Yes. Yeah. It's a walking stick. Okay. So, yeah, a shillelagh is a fucking walking stick. Yeah. Um, so there's been stories of one taking a shillelagh and turning it into a horse. And rides it the fuck away. Oh, damn. Um, Now, so they have that advantage. I think that's an actual, I think that could actually be done. Take a a stick, turn it into a horse? Yeah, because if you break it down, we're all just atoms. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're, I mean, we'd have to use science, like Star Trek kind of shit. I mean, yeah, but I think at some point in at some point in the future, we will be able to do shit like that. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as long as it has mass. Yeah. Yes. Right. Uh, 
so yeah, so they have that advantage. Let's talk about some of the weaknesses so we can learn how to defend ourselves against. So these we things. can survive. So we can survive. How to survive so a leprechaun? If you decide to be a dick and try to take their gold, yeah, don't you, be fucking greedy. Now, number one, well, fuck it. Let's let, let me teach you how to just dick with one first, and then we'll survive it. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna teach you how to fuck with the leprechaun. All right. Um, number one, you got to get it when it's preoccupied is the only way you're going to be able to sneak upon a leprechaun. And there's only two times it's really, well, three really preoccupied. One, when it's making shoes. Okay. It's focused. It can't do it. You can come up and grab it. Um, two, when it's piss-ass drunk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because it can't focus. And three, it's when it's dancing. Okay. Because it can't stop until the music stops. So you can grab it. Now, even though you have it, doesn't mean... You got it because you have to outsmart it because you have to go, where is this pot of gold? And then you got to think, how am I going to take this from him? And so he doesn't get it back. That is all up to you. I have no idea how to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, thanks for the hint. Yeah. yeah. I'm just telling you how to dick. Like I said, I'm going to teach you how to dick with them. And after you piss it off, I'm going to teach you how to survive that shit. Okay. All right. How to outsmart a leprechaun. I don't think I'm going to be able to, because I feel like every they're they're like little miniature lawyers. Right. (laughs) There's a fucking loophole out there. Yeah. They're going to monkey paw your ass basically. Yeah. Um, which in the Leprechaun movie, one of the guys was like, I want your pot of gold. Give it to me. And then in, I think it was the Leprechaun 2 movie. The fucking thing makes it appear in his stomach. Yeah. And then the guy's like, I just want it out. So then the Leprechaun rips it out. The guy dies. He's got his gold back. Yeah. Shit like that. That's right. Yeah. Um. So that's how you dick with a Leprechaun. <laughs> how to survive it after that, though. Uh, here's some of the things you need to know. Uh, they are quick as hell, but one of the things that could slow them down is that I've read that they have to sit there and count if you throw salt or sugar, I think it might be sugar, every grain of it. They're like obsessive compulsives. Oh my. And I think it might be for a lot of fairies. Um, so if you throw... I think it's salt. Is it salt? What about a bag of coins? Maybe it's, it might be sugar. Um, probably that too. They're obsessive compulsive, so they have to count it all. So they have to sit there and go through every single grain and yeah. count it till they're done. Um, now, if they're intelligent, they can just be like four million three hundred seventy four. Boom, done. Right, like yeah. the fucking Rain Man. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, uh, another way that you could actually kill this fucking thing is iron iron supernatural things in general hate iron and it's actually why the horseshoe is considered lucky is because a lot of things that are supernatural hate iron Mm. and a lot of horseshoes are made out of iron oh okay that makes sense so if you touch it it will burn its skin if you stab it it will probably kill it that's why the best swords to use to fight supernatural beings are iron swords and not just any iron sword, but a cold iron sword. Ooh. Do you know what a cold iron sword is? No. So a lot of times to make a sword, they would heat up the metal, make it super hot. Yeah. 
and then hammer it out after they heat it up, right? Yeah. Like glowing red hot. Well, in a cold iron sword, they don't heat it up at all. You just use brute physical strength to hammer out the sword. That sounds really fucking intense. It is really intense, and it takes a really long time. No shit. And uh, and it takes a lot of fucking strength to do it. Yeah. And uh, we could actually do it with like a like a press nowadays. Yeah. But oh, like yeah. back then, you know, using a hammer or whatever. So you have a, a a sword, a cold iron sword. Yeah. And then that is what they would use to uh slay dragons, so to speak. Oh, okay. I get that. Um so yeah, a cold iron sword against a leprechaun would definitely work. Yeah. Now you gotta be accurate because these damn things are quick and small. Yep. But if you play some music first, there you go. If you play a Tarantino movie scene, yeah, or it's just some song from the '60s, then you can just walk through and cha 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 cha. Um, you slide a pair of shoes in front of it that have the seams broken in it. There you go, and throw a bunch of sugar out. I swear, I think it's sugar. Um, that was like something I just found willy-nilly through Can the internet. Can you imagine how many grains of sugar and a handful of sugar? Yeah. Millions, for sure. And you got to count it? Yeah. Oh, my God. I, mean, I don't think it's sand. Uh, all right. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, the main thing is don't fuck with this gold. Um, but if you have to, get that money. Take it out with the iron. Um if you're looking at leprechaun movies, leprechaun movies, uh, it does look for a bride every thousand years, and it waits for a woman to sneeze three times without someone saying "God bless you." Oh, so if you don't want to be, if you don't want your bride to be to be a leprechaun bride, yeah, you better say "God bless you" whenever she sneezes. I always do. Yeah, I always do. Dude, I do too. I say it to strangers. It must be. It, that must be why we subconsciously always do that as Irish men. Yeah, <laughs> like it's a, like a religion to say "bless you." Yeah, yeah. It's like I don't even think about it. It's no. instantaneous. Oh no, I've said it to people across a room that I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've told this. I think I've told this story. On this podcast before, yeah. Well, I was in a line at Walmart. I tell you, I know I told you about this. I was in line at Walmart, and uh, this uh, lady in front of me sneezed, and I said, "Bless you," and she turns around, looks at me, and she says, "Excuse me," and I said, "Uh, "Bless you," and she's like, "No, let me correct you." (laughs) She's like, "Uh, "You don't bless me." Jesus blesses me. So next time you say Jesus blesses you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I looked, I mean, without hesitation, no hesitation, looking her dead in the eye, I say, well, I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm Jewish. I don't believe in that. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and she just turned ghost white and turned right back around yeah. and didn't say a word. And like the cashier girl standing over there just like chuckling to <laughs> Yeah. You're like, checkmate, bitch. What? Say something. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. God bless you. God bless you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's pretty much most of it. If one's coming after you, that's a leprechaun. Uh, keep the music rolling. Give it some drinks. If you got, if, if it ain't going to back off, hit it with some iron. That's right. And in one of the shittier uh, leprechaun movies, <laughs> if you find his pot of gold, melt it and it will melt them for some other weird fucking reason. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Which the whole leprechaun mythos is someone took his gold and he's trying to get it back and he kills everyone to get it. Right. Right. Yeah. right. So where does the rainbow fit into this? Uh, in some mythos, it's the way they travel. They travel by rainbow. <laughs> but another one I saw was they tell people at the end of the rainbow is where my pot of gold is. And it's a trick because a rainbow is a optical illusion made by water molecules when light is refracted from it, <laughs> right. refracted from it, so you can never find the end of the rainbow. There is no such thing as an the end, end of the, of the rainbow. rainbow. Right, so right. good luck looking. That's right. Yeah, leprechauns for the win. That's I'm exactly. just saying. Number one rule: you, you want to survive a leprechaun, don't fuck with leprechauns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. So you going to survive leprechauns? Fuck yeah, because I'm just going to drink with them. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, keep your money, bro. Yeah. I got brew. Yeah. <laughs> I'll even BYOB. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. We're going to do this. You want? You ever been on a podcast? Right. <laughs> we'll share our Jameson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Have a shot, yeah. please. <laughs> and you can play with my shoes all you want. <laughs> yeah, right. I got something to fix. Shit. <laughs> and we'll pay. We'll add to your pile. Yeah, yeah. Here you go. <laughs> all right. Yeah, man. I mean, with your uh help here tonight, I think I could survive a leprechaun. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd do it. Oh, totally. Cause well, one, I'm not greedy. Yeah. Greed is the thing that'll fuck you up more than anything else. All right. And I always say bless you. Exactly. So. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. And I don't chase rainbows. (laughs) (laughs) I just chase waterfalls. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right, buddy. Uh, Next week. Yep. You're getting a hint on what this uh, what this episode's going to be about next week. That's right. With a song at the end of this episode, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm going to play at the end of this episode yet. <laughs> but you know what? We're going to play it. We're going to play it. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be a hint for next week. That's right. And if you want to send us an email, where do you send it, Alex? You send it at soberlessthoughts at gmail dot com. That's right. Yep. And don't forget to hit us up on all our social medias at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Soberless Thoughts, except Twitter, which is at Think Soberless. <laughs> I went a little further than I meant to. Yeah. And 
Don't forget to go to our website at www.severalistthoughts.com to see all our newest and oldest episodes. That's right. Yeah. Like last year when we said how to survive zombies and uh, werewolves and vampires in a fucking slasher movie. That's right. Those are some good times. Those are good times. <laughs> and these are good times. And they're going to get better. Only better from yep. here on out. That's right. We survived one. We'll survive another. Let's... <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, right. All right, Alex, what do we say at the end of these? We say if you're in the skillet, stay cheesy, keep it greasy. Let's flip on out. Oh, my head. Oh, baby, it's a long way down to the bottom of the river. Oh, my head. Oh, baby, it's a long way down, a long way down. If you get sleep or if you get night. The cock's gonna call in the morning, baby. And check the cupboard for your daddy's gun. Red sun rises like an early warning. The Lord's gonna come for your firstborn son. His hair's on fire and his heart is burning. So go to the river where the water runs. Wash him deep where the tides are turning. And if you fall, and if you fall, hold my hand. Ooh, baby, it's a long way down to the bottom of the river. Make the water run. Let the river 